and welcome to episode 168, season 7, episode 14, of two Mr. P's in a podcast with me, Mr. P, and the other Mr. P. Welcome back, we hope you are well, we hope you're doing alright. Um, it is a Monday evening as we record this podcast, two, two and a half weeks into new terms, so we're just we're just making you aware, we're both very tired, uh, the post-Christmas blues, well today's Blue Monday, Blue Monday, it certainly is, and uh, yeah, I'm absolutely shattered, you're absolutely shattered, I'm sure everyone else, I mean I think it's going to be uh, an episode around Teacher Tired, yeah. I and had, rightfully so. Yeah, I had a bit of a, a, a teacher tired this week myself. But we hope you're okay. We hope you're doing all right. Um, how's your week been, Adam? What have you been up to? Yeah, it's been all right. Um, just obviously touching upon my son had his first, like, first full-time week um, in his new school. Yeah. And he seemed to do really well. Uh, been sleeping okay-ish as well. So that's been a big help. Um, so much so that I, uh, we, we, me and Kim were able to watch a bit of TV last week. Now, when I say like genuinely, you know this, I love, I love watching TV. I love chilling yeah. and watching TV. Reclined, yeah, chilling. And recently, we've just not watched TV. Like I might catch a footy game here or there. Uh, the darts was big, um, but like we've not watched any TV. So many people. Have you watched this? Are you watching this? Nothing. Obviously, up to date with Reacher now. Yeah. Which is good. And then I know we touched upon it last week, but we did commit and watched Saltburn. Oh, yeah. Uh, which I put on in, uh, put on Instagram and Facebook and stuff, and people were, were looking forward to hearing, um, hearing my view on it. All the one people. <laughs> um, Not like it. Yeah, it, it. It's just weird, isn't it? I would say, personally... Love the acting. Thought soundtracks. It was, I said yeah, that. Soundtrack soundtrack's deeds. banging. I thought it was style over substance. Wasn't massive on the story. Um, I thought there was quite a few like plot holes, if you could say that. And, you know, there's a lot of chat about the disgusting things. There's like four different like disgusting things. Not disgusting, four like big turning talking points, isn't there? In Saltburn. Are you are you so talking the end as well? The bath. The bath. The vampire. Yeah. The grave. grave, yeah, yeah, and then the—I mean, the end's not the end's yeah, not the disgusting. End's, I did that play. in my hotel room last week. I was gonna say if if I had did that, all four in my hotel that, room. If I had that body and that length, I'd be doing that on the regs. <laughs> um, the other bits, I just felt like they were kind of in there just for shock value. Like not none of that stuff really made any impact on the story at all. Like it just it just felt a bit. I yeah. don't know. You know me. I'm a I'm a comedy action rom-com kind of guy and you know it, the best bit was Kim was like she was the one who initiated Saltburn she was like I knew from the trailer and from the sounds of it that it just wasn't going to be for me but she was like everyone's talking about Saltburn we should watch it so I went right right and then she said what what is it and I said I looked on Google and it just said uh, thriller comedy so I said oh it's a it's a, it's a comedy thriller and then about an hour in, Kim was like, "This isn't funny." Yeah, yeah. Like this, this isn't funny at all. <laughs> and um, but yeah, it was, it was yeah, it was what it was. But yeah, I went out on um, I went out on Saturday, met up with a mate. Um, I actually got recognised 
Uh, oh, yeah. there we go. I know a lovely lady um, kind of recognised me as I sat down to have my first drink. So that made my night. Well, that was it, night. yeah. Other than that, terrible night. Well, that just... um, But it was funny because we went to this pub, right? Went to this pub and... Who were you um, out with? Just Dal, me and right. Dal. And then we met his brother. And it was just honest. It wasn't, you know, wasn't anything too, too crazy. We watched a footy in a pub in Rochdale and then went to another pub. And went back to his, played a bit of darts. It's actually funny because I download, I paid six quid after a few bevies. I paid six quid for the Russ Bray app. And if you don't know who Russ Bray is, he's the darts uh, announcer. Right. right. So you can choose your own nickname and stuff, right? And and it's mint. Honestly, we should do it. So you go like the Russ Bray app, you can just choose the choose number. Starting, it's like choose, choose starting player. So here we go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. First leg, A-Dog, to throw, game on. So that's A-Dog. That was my nickname because you had to choose like specific nicknames. So yeah. you literally enter the score. One <laughs> So we had a ball with that. But anyway, I was in... in so he's this, just sat in a room recording that. He must have been sat in a room, yeah. So we're, we're, we're in this pub, right? And, and unbelievably, I put this on my Instagram story. They started playing Natasha Bedingfield unwritten. Yeah, right, in this pub, and I was going, "How weird's that? Like, that's crazy." I was saying to Dal, like, literally, we're talking about this on the pod. Anyway, the next song was uh, "Murder on the Dance Floor," which yeah, obviously yeah. is is gaining. You touched upon it last week. Yeah, gaining huge uh, a resurgence because of Saltburn. Kind of went a bit Boris then, didn't I? Resurgence <laughs> um, because of Saltburn. So it comes on right. And I look over and there's this guy on his own. And I think, I don't know whether he worked there or or whether he knew the barmaid. But he looked over and he went and like pointed and nodded and smiled. So I turned to to, to my mate and his brother and went, he's seen Saltburn. And then they were like, what's Saltburn? And I was like, it's, it's that film everyone's talking about. And they were like, oh, I've never heard of it. So I went, you must, you must have heard of it. So I just yeah. went, yeah. I went, oi, mate. And he looked over and went, you seen Saltburn? And he went, he stood up and he went, you what? And I went, you seen Saltburn? And he went, what Saltburn? And I was like, see it later. So what was he letting you, just, I just thought he, a fellow Sophie Alex I think he just, he must have just thought it was a tune. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I had, I had a decent, but obviously my tiredness is called, my son was up late last night. He, he got, he did that thing that kids do where they get overtired. He was very, very tired at a, at a plum time. And, uh, you know, but it was too early to let him go sleep. Yeah. So we kept him going, which then ended up coming back to bite us because it was midnight and he was still dancing and doing all crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, so I was a bit tired today, but yeah, Blue Monday. I said this before, it had a bit of a weird vibe today. I don't know whether it was, it was bitter cold this morning. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah like, the weather's not great. Really, it was really, really like, it was horribly cold. And I like the cold. I... Don't get me wrong, I love a bit of the sun, but I'm I'm always hot. I'm yeah. just a big hot guy. <laughs> I, I'm very uh, warm. I think like I'm like a polar bear. I just insulate. But I tell you what, the best Christmas present I got, I think this is up there as one of the best Christmas presents I've I've had in years. I don't know if I mentioned it on the pod last week. A heated gilet. Mm. So Claire had seen Gary Neville on Insta. Unbelievable. Yeah, and he had one. And you press these little buttons. Just you have a little battery pack, and you stick them in. You stick it in, 
and then you heat. Oh my! I've not. Every time I go outside, I have it on. That's decent. And it, yeah. obviously, if you're a listen, if you're a parent of kids who do sports, and you spend your weekend stood out in the cold because you weren't clever enough. Like Luke Littler's parents, who rather than stand on the side of a footy field or rugby pitch, they just went to the pub. Project Littler. Yeah. Um, I'm telling you now. I'll put a link. I'll put a link in like the show notes or whatever of the app. You go to Amazon. You grab yourself one of those bad boys, and you can. If you thank put a link in, any chance of uh, you know what sponsorship? Listen. I don't double think the owner of the heated, the heated gilet will, but I, I, I cannot tell Like, I'm the envy of all the other parents at rugby because they're all freezing and I'm just toasty. Terrible. See, I That's the best way in which I can describe it. I'm not... Can you burn yourself? No, no, no. See, I think... I don't get too myself. hot and you, and you don't wear... You have to have, like, another jacket over it mm. to insulate the heat. But in these weather conditions, when I'm walking Winnie, going to the kids' sports, it has been a dream. But going back to what I was saying, I felt like today had just a weird vibe. It was like, like just stuff that was going on, mistakes that were happening. And you're a bit like, it's a bit weird today. I don't know whether it's because you're back now. It's like the kind of, you got through last week on adrenaline, on like bit of depression of just like, oh, Christmas is over. I've got to really put my mind in it and da da da. Whereas now it's like the reality of like, right, this is it now. This is it for the, the next dark however many weeks. Driving. Yeah. It's uh yeah, it was just a bit, it's, a bit Yeah, you're full on you're full on going to work when Back it's dark. In work leaving well, work yeah. and it's dark. Yeah, it's grim. But on the plus side, Natasha Beddingfield's not is hit back. In UK top thought thought blah, 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 blah. Natasha Beddingfield's naughty's hit back in UK top forty chart, thanks to it's an MEN article. Shut up. Oh, your video? No. New rom-com. Uh, uh, there's a new is film. Is it unwritten? Yeah, unwritten. Unwritten is 20 years old this year, and it got a whole new fan base thanks to its appearance in the new romantic comedy, Anyone But You. I'm going to see that. Yeah. I'm actually going to see Did that you for a second it. think it was the pod? Did you for a slight, you did, I saw it on your face. You thought this podcast is big enough to get Beddingfield back. Are you saying back. it's not big enough? It's not back, big enough to get Beddingfield back in the top 40. Yeah, but then I saw what you did. We did that whole thing on the app and then you made a vid and you were like, oh, you got to blast this tune. We talked about it on the pod. So what I actually thought was thanks to a viral TikTok. Oh, from no, ICT no, Mispeak, it, it didn't go that would, viral. Which I would have... I would have been happy for you. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you would have. You'd have been fuming. I was the one who brought that tune up. I was <laughs> the one who acknowledged that in the 20 years. And I've not even seen that anyone but you, but I am going. I'll tell you what else I've booked to see. So I'm going cinema twice this week. Right. I'm going to see that. And this is no word of a lie. Me and Kim, obviously pre-kids, Used to go cinema all the time. Kim's shocking me films. Can't remember what she's watched. I've talked about this. Yeah, it's not really Kim Kim's uh, decision, is it? What do you mean? Like, it's just you like, we're going cinema again. No, no. I'd just be like, you up for the cinema? And she's always up for it. But then it, it's like that classic thing, wasn't it, where I was like, where I said to her, have you ever seen Hitch? Yeah. And she was like, um, I think so. Is it where Will Smith like wears that hat and claps? And I was like, no, that's his song, Switch. You know, scared of going. Hey, 
So anyway, we watched Hitch and it got to the last 10 minutes and she went, oh yeah, I think I have seen it. Oh, I can't deal with that. Anyway, so I'm going to see that and then Wednesday I'm taking dad to go and see Guess. Uh, What's out? What's just come out? It's literally oh, me and dad in a nutshell. Oh, it's got to be some sort of action film. Correct. Um, Think of action stars. Is the rock? Is no. it not not rock film? Oh, that, Jason Statham, beekeeper. The beekeeper. <laughs> we're going to see the beekeeper. Right. So when we were on tour, we had to stop and charge Terry Tesla. Yeah. And then you got on. You realised I had YouTube on the Tesla. Yeah. So you were just watching these movie trailers, yeah. and then we sat there, and that beekeeper trailer <laughs> came on. It's the most ridiculous concept <laughs> of a film. But Adam literally. I was like. Yeah. yeah, you even said, God, a that's a, God, that's a bit of you. Yeah. Oh, it's God. just Statham like, where's the honey? Yeah. Can't wait. So he's a beekeeper and then... He's he a beekeeper up, and suddenly he can kick ass. Yeah, but he's also an ex-military assassin. Yeah, it's what it always like, is though, like... Yeah. He's like a guy who's a florist. He's like, I like flowers. He's, he's got range, Johnny like, yeah, Statham. Yeah. <laughs> he's got real range. Um, so yeah, it is what you're saying there about the bloody going back into the routine, like... My January is just such, um, so ridiculously busy. So like last week, um, so I think yesterday, yesterday is the only Sunday in like two months where I, I was at home. Nice. Like every Sunday I've got to travel somewhere, which is great because obviously I'm so appreciative of uh, having schools put me in and stuff. So, but um, don't yeah, stop. The, it's the travel, <laughs> the traveling is just such a pain in the back, but I just hate it. Bring on automate, automated self-driving cars. When that happens, when you get self-driving cars on the road, I just cannot wait. Do you like, think it's going to happen? Yeah. Well, it can happen now. Yeah, but do you think it's realistically going to happen? So I did a course. So, so are I, you saying that in a couple of years, I will be able to recline, eat, and even just type in KFC drive through put my order in, and it'll go and do it all Probably, me? yeah. Or will I have to speak? No, no. So... So I talk about this, about self-driving cars on um, my training part, like the AI stuff. And um, I did a course recently and there was a woman there whose husband works in the car industry. And she was saying that the biggest, so every car manufacturing company can have self-driving, fully automated cars on the roads now. The stumbling block, what do you think is the stumbling block? See if you can work out the stumbling block. Well, I know is. that there was something about obviously like accidents. Like, nope. No, because uh, it'll be safer than it's ever been. Really? Self drive. If you had, if everyone had self driving cars on the road, what what causes ninety nine point nine percent of roadside accidents? Driving. Yeah, people who can't drive. Uh, I would probably say. Which is ninety nine percent of people. I'd probably say, what's stopping it? Uh, jobs. No. Uh, 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 money. New. No. Like the price. I think there's it? an issue with inf- infrastructure as far as yeah, but no. The thing that's the main issue. It, uh. I don't know. Uh, it's the insurance. So like if you, it can't be 100% accurate. So even though it'll be like 99.9% fine in the 0.01% of cases where the technology fails, who's liable? Uh, so the insurance. Plus there's, there's an issue with when it does malfunction, what does the car but do? But what about drink drivers? Well, I mean, we're not at that, that point yet. So, like, the Tesla can auto drive a little bit. Yeah, but and I in mean, America, like, so in if America, you drank, could you potentially well, get in a self-driving car and and uh... yeah, 
If there was fully automated self-driving cars, yeah. But like tomorrow, so I'm I'm in school tomorrow, then I've got to drive down to South Wales again. Yeah. So I'm there again Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And uh, if I could get in that car now and it's a three and a half hour journey and either watch something on Netflix or sleep or do work. <laughs> watch just... something on Netflix. I love that. That was the first. Yeah, one. yeah. No, but you could. Like the thing that I reckon I must spend, like last week I must have spent, I mean, last week wasn't as bad because we in Wales Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So, but on a normal week, I reckon I must spend the equivalent of a f- at least twenty four hours in a car, like a full day in a car. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Crazy. But I mean, I mean, it's just part and parcel. I can't trust public transport because that's crap. Um, it's interesting though when I go to Wales. So, like, obviously Wales have a separate sort of government, don't they? So oh, they yes. have the Welsh government. So. Uh, obviously, things are a little bit different now. Like, I can't always make the same jokes when I say, like, you know, Ofsted, Ofsted, and 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 that sort of thing. Like, things aren't perfect there because, again, funding's obviously a massive issue, and there are still workload problems. But but it's nowhere near as bad as it is in England. So anyone who's listening from Wales, I'll tell you this now. I know things you probably think it's bad, but it it can be, could, could be worse. So their their government's Labour, right? Right. And uh, they've got a sort of different curriculum, which is a little bit more forward thinking. I quite like their curriculum, actually. It's uh, it's just not as boring. Like, I find our curriculum, I don't know about you, but I find the curriculum in England to be dull. As any, I think it's the most boring. I think it's one of the reasons kids are acting up because they're bored so, out of the brain. So talk through the curriculum just dead quickly. Only because, I mean, don't get me wrong, I've well, worked in it- primary schools for 10 years. But like I get, I do what I'm asked to do, or as in the whatever. curriculum, just in general, like what what our bits curriculum. are boring of our curriculum, yeah, just like the topics, like what, like everything's it's moving away from this. Like in primary, I feel now they're trying to bring in a secondary model where everything's separate, every subject's got to be taught in its own right. It's not about there's no creativity at all. It's all just getting children to remember facts and knowledge. And like death by knowledge organizers, and it's like, have you checked to make sure the children know that? Have you quizzed them to make sure they know this? There's no sort of fun within that. It's just boring. It's dull. I think kids get just get really disengaged because none of it's like practical. I mean, budgets are an issue, so there's so much. There's not budget to make it practical. It's just I just, just say two words: Roman numerals. Yeah, well, it's just all about what Michael Gove learned at school. That's the curriculum we're teaching. Whatever Michael Go thought was important is being taught. Whereas in Wales, they're a little like for for one, the technology. So they've got this DCF document, which is like a digital constant framework, where they've got to like be doing more around educating kids around technology and how to stay safe on there and all this. So that's more forward thinking. But obviously, this the news this week was that Labour, and as as much as I really want the Tories out. And, I, and, and, you know, I will be voting Labour. There's no two ways about it because there's no way. I, I can't imagine there's, there must, there can't be that many teachers. There can't be anyone who's worked within or around the school that could look at what the Tories have done and think they get my vote. Mm. They've earned it. Yeah, but then Labour are sort of, everything they say just isn't, I'm just sort of like, oh God, God. So this week they basically come out and they've said that if they get in power, they're going to make sure that children between, I could be wrong here, like three and seven or something like that, have to be monitored getting the teeth brushed in the morning. Right? Right. 
And so on the radio, it, they were asking and saying, well, who's going to do that? Like, what's what's going to be in place? And some one of the Labour people were like, well, you know, they differ from school to school. And then the guy was like, well, well, teachers have to do it. And he was like, well, maybe if it's school. So then I went into, I was in the Welsh school and I was like, I've just heard this on the radio. Do you have to do that here? And they were like, yeah. I was like, what? at what point does it stop? At what point does someone go, do you know what? Teachers aren't just teachers anymore. The social workers, the, you know, chefs, because having to provide breakfast and all sorts, the, the, all this. And now you're expecting them to be dentists. It's going to get to a point where it's like, you all right? Are you all right breastfeeding one of the kids? You know, it's like, what point do we stop? Are you asking go, me that? No, no, no. But you know, I, I just don't, I, it's sort of like this think constant. I, have, I think about the messing around. Like I know that my head goes straight for, I've got pictures in my head of like, you're there with the toothbrush. Think, you know, when you flick a toothbrush and it goes everywhere. Yeah. That, and, and it's uh, wet. It would be an I just, absolute nightmare. Like, I'm not, because basically what, what the, the, the justification is, and I'm not, I'm not against this idea of giving, but you know, you go back to when I first started teaching and look, you had kids who needed support, but not to the level you, you, you've got now, but then you had, and I'm not saying, I'm not having a go at parents here because look, there will be some parents who just can't be bothered. A lot of the parents want to do the best by the kids, but they've not got the education and the understanding as to how to best support the kids. Now, years ago, you had Sure Start Centres. Now, this was a government initiative and there were all these, they were dotted around everywhere and they used to run like parenting classes, mm. toddler groups. There just used to be so much support to help parents and really educate parents to be, you know, setting the kids up so that they're school ready. Austerity came in, got rid of all of them. And that's just then been passed on to schools. So how many reception nursery teachers now will have to do do a lot of a lot more of that? And because they've not got the things in place to help and support the parents. But then there's a part of me that thinks the problem you've got as well is there's a whole workplace culture shift. So you've got parents being told that for you to be a successful parent, you've got to work. You've got to work to put food on the table, right? Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, right, but for you to do a job, you're at the you're at the beck and call of your boss. So workers. So when we were at school, when we were younger, you didn't have breakfast and after school clubs, did you? No, not no, not didn't that you? I remember. No, we used to do holiday clubs. Holiday clubs, yeah. Yeah, but uh, those big um, breakfast after school club, big. Uh, Parachutes. Parachutes, yeah. Whereas now, like Labour again is saying, oh, we're going to bring in breakfast clubs for every child. Now I go in school and sometimes there's kids who are getting dropped off at before I get to school and they're being picked up after I leave, right? And I, you know, I'm not saying I leave dead late anyway, but... Sounds like you get there late and then you leave early. No, 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 (laughs) but I just think what's the... What's the the quality like? It's this 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 mentality because I think workers' rights have been stripped. So you know, my, our parents' generation had a job for life. Our generation, we don't have jobs for life. You go, you'd go from career because you're in a job now. You've got your emails on your phone. You can never truly switch off because you've constantly got to be on. And you've, I'm not saying this is teaching. I'm talking any most jobs. You've constantly got to be c- contactable uh, because if you're not pulling your weight at work, you'll get replaced with someone who will. 
So it's this mentality of, for me to be a successful parent, I've got to provide, therefore I've got to work. But the workplace conditions means you've got to work every hour under the sun. So you get to a point where for you to be a successful parent, you have to spend the least amount of time with your own children. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it, yeah. So he's passionate for me, brother. No, but I just think there's so many issues and no one's addressing that. Like there's just no value in like being a... So, So like take Claire, right? So my wife used to be a social worker, now um, works for my business. So she does all the admin. She's there phoning schools, doing this, doing that, organizing where I go and sorting my calendar and emailing schools, sorting dates, all that sort of stuff. But obviously she works from home all the time. Mm -hmm. And there are so many people who just look at that as if she's, as Tyson Fury would put it, big fat dosser. Yeah, yeah. Like she doesn't work properly. And she does, but then at the same time, I think the value that's been able to bring our kids in the fact that she's there all the time and she's able to, you know, be with them and take them places and get them to the clubs and this, that and the other. Like that's such, and I think that's what it used to be like. You used to have more of that. You used to have, you know, parents or work, work jobs that were flexible around an understanding that parents have to parent. Yeah, yeah. Where it's now, it's like, no, you, you, you can get someone to look after your kids. You do your work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I've yeah, just, I understand. I've just been thinking a lot about it. Cause I, I just can think tell. With this, with this election, obviously, I want, I want Labour to come in and obviously nothing can get worse than what it's been like. But what Labour is saying is just, we need to get back to what it was like when the last Labour government were in as far as education, NHS, you know, waiting times. And from what I'm hearing, it's, it's just like, oh, what we're going to do is we're going to, they're not doing much. What I would love, and I don't know if anyone's listening to you, is I would love to have Bridget Phillipson, who is the shadow Ed Sec for Labour. Mm-hmm. So if Labour win, she'd become the Ed Sec. Yeah. I'd love to have her as a guest on the podcast. Now, we've not had many guests on. We're struck, we're stuck for time. But if she ever wanted to come on to the biggest educational podcast in the UK and speak to us. Number one, baby. There's questions I want to ask around, you know, workload, retention, you know, how are you going to make sure that this isn't another, you know, if you're going to do this teeth brushing stuff, how do you make sure that's not an extra thing on top of everything yeah. teachers have got to do? Like, how are you answering? How are you going to put our concerns at bay? Or are you just assuming we're all going to vote for you because, uh, you know, we hate the, t- the Tories are awful. Can't be any worse. You know what I mean? So anyway, got off on way, got way too long a tangent there, but um, yeah. I'd love to know your thoughts. You might agree, disagree. I don't know. I just think, yeah, you know, your kids, before you know it, your kids are grown up. And I keep seeing quotes online where it's like, the only people who remember you working late and giving all that extra time and effort are your kids. Mm. They're the only ones who remember it. It's deep. It's deep, yeah. Right, so what we're going to kick off with. So, uh, did you see? Talk the other thing as well is I was at the hairdressers today. I can tell. Thanks. And uh, the mullet's gone from Harry as well. Yeah. Harry's got rid of the mullet. I spoke to him about. Um, so, we, me and the hairdresser were, were, were chatting, and uh, he was. I can't remember what he was saying. He was saying about. Oh, that was it. He was saying are the, are the triplets teenagers yet, and I was like, no. Not yet. He said, but I bet they're acting like teenagers. And I was like, yeah. And I said, isn't it weird in life, you spend your whole childhood, your whole childhood wanting to get older. Mm. 
And then once you're, you're, you're older, you spend your whole adult life wishing you were young. Trying to be young. Just just trying to be young and trying relive. Well, it's the same with with when you were younger, all you wanted to do is stay up late. Yeah. All you wanted to do is stay up late. Now, couldn't think of anything worse. I know. Now I'm aching, no, aching yeah, to go to, to bed, bed every yeah. night. It's like that. It's so weird. Like, when they, when they say youth is waste on young, it could not be more. It could not be more true. Uh, and yeah, it's like you chase that nostalgia and going back to it because you don't appreciate everything you have with your youth. Yeah. Like I, I look at it now with obviously my knees are knackered uh, and obviously I watch the kids play sport and I'd love, I'd love to be back playing sport, playing a bit of rugby. And then you look back and you think- You it was, could go, you could- you could relive your youth and go and sit on a bench somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, no, but I completely agree. And I think it's it's one of those things as well is like, you just don't know what you had. As in, I'm talking like- We don't make the no, From the it. age of like, like the triplets age now, you don't work. No. You do your schoolwork. You moan about your schoolwork. Yeah. You, you get taken places. It's like, it's like- Food on the people, table. People talking about like, Toddlers and babies. I read something that someone said, God, I'd love to be a toddler for a day where I could just like wear a nappy. (laughs) Is this you? No, but get changed. Take a nap and everyone would be proud of me. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. It is. Because if I take a nap, I I was, like I said, I was out on Saturday. I got home on Sunday and I was so tired because I stayed up for the boxing. And I said said to Kim, I said, I, I need to get my head down for an hour. The look I got of like, you what? Yeah. She'd obviously been home with the kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was like an apology from me. Sorry, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna go go get my head down, catch a couple so, of sense. Obviously, that talking about that, the put to prove that point, what returned over the weekend? Gladiators. Gladiators yeah. did return now. An absolute stalwart of our oh, youth. I it? used to love it. Now, if anyone lives around the Manchester area, especially near Trafford, a um, little bit of fact. Little, uh, You've said this before. Have I, I said it before? Here. Is it the opening of the BP? The garage? opening of the BP garage where Jet, well, I think Gladiators has finished, mm. but she was still in a prime. She opened the BP garage. Did she not open the Jet wash? <laughs> <laughs> no, she opened the BP garage. I got a signed photo. I must have been about... 12, 13, right? God, I bet that got so crusty. <laughs> no, um, but you know, she does like Jet. Do you know George H. Carnell? Yeah, yeah. She, oh, does, she does Zumba. Like, yeah, yeah. Zumba sessions, that, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jabs. Yeah, here's another fact for you. I never knew this. Do you know who Eunice Uthart is? No. So Eunice Uthart, right, is... is that um, name? Eunice Uthart, Uthart, so H-U... T-H-A-R-T. All right. So she was a contestant on Gladiators in the 90s. Yeah. Was so good, they signed her up as a gladiator under the name of Blaze, right? She then went on to be a stunt double in Hollywood for Angelina Jolie. Shut up, really? In Lara Croft and Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, what? Yeah. I never knew that. Is she... Yeah, she dicks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I've not seen a picture of her. I just right. So six million people watched it on uh, Saturday. Saturday. 
Isla, Isla and Kim watched it. I was out, but Isla um, and Kim watched it. It's, Kim said Isla loved it. Yeah. So, so I'm, I'm up for it when I'm when I'm free. So my issue, my my only oh, I, don't, I don't know it's if gotta be, it's gotta be the ref. Oh clown the lack of ref. No, no. The lack of uh Oh, the, the guy, guy, the Scottish guy. Yeah, what was he called? Contenders, yeah. it, Mark. You, no, what Mark? It was Mark Summer. You will go on my second whistle. Yeah. Uh, oh, don't tell me. Give me the initials. Oh, no, it's not Mark. No, it's not Mark. John. John. John, um, John, give me the first letter. A. John, give me the second letter. <laughs> Anderson. Oh, John Anderson. Right, no, no, no. So Mark Clattenburg I've is heard, the ref. Yeah, yeah. Right, and one thing I clocked, and I don't know what you think. I, I think this is a massive ick for me. Right. Mm. Do you know what? Do you know what I'm going to say? Go on. He put his arm in the air, revealing a tattoo on his bicep. Right. Do you know what the tattoo is of? Oh, it's the Champs League. <laughs> He's got. He's, he's like all the big finals that he's he refed. Yeah, he's yeah. got that as a tattoo. Am I, I just you, like? I thought you were gonna. I thought you were just digging me out there because you know. Oh, because you've got a tattoo. No, no. Well, I've got a. Re- yeah, it's relatively recent. I don't think I ever touched upon it on the pod, but yeah, I've got a tattoo on my on my bicep now. Yeah, and I love it. But yeah, but yeah. it's not a Champions League. That'd be that's the equivalent of us getting a tattoo of a twenty-five meter swimming badge. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine twenty five, fifty, hundred. Just like so, it'd be like so. He's because he was a ref, and the the pinnacle of ref is it. I mean, I'd say World Cup final was bigger than championship. But anyway, so he refed in that fight and got it as a tattoo. So that'd be the equivalent of us getting like the the Sunday Sunday times. (laughs) Yeah, no. My bit. My biggest was um, not a fan of the hosts. Don't mind Bradley Walsh. Oh, is it Bradley and... And his son. Yeah. Very, very wooden. Really? Yeah. He might have been nervous. It was his Could have been nervous, but I just felt like, mm, I don't know. But I think but, he could have got someone better for do that. Do you not think that... I don't know. Listen, I've always I've always liked Bradley Walsh. I, I saw a bit of his stand-up routine at the Royal Variety. Yeah. Did you see that? No. Mm, no. Bit cringe. Um, but he's always, you know, honest on the chase, like the bits where he, you know, Fanny Schmella, you know, like the where, <laughs> yeah, where he breaks yeah. down laughing. Yeah. But do you not think it's a bit like he's one that's like it's a bit overkill at the minute. Like he's, he feels yeah, he's like everywhere. he's on everything. A bit like what Phil and Holly were like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I would everything. have. I would have. Yeah. Who would you have? We should have hosted it. <laughs> we would have been min. If anyone works for BBC or ITV, get us a show. Um, who would you have had? Who would you have had? I'd have had probably like other comedians, maybe. Like Lee Mack would have been good. I like it. I'm a fan of Lee yeah, Mack. Yeah, but like Jason Manford could have been all right. G- yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he did what he did the show, did he? With Big Eds or something. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Big, Big Eds. Big Eds, yeah. Yeah. Crazy show, that, when yeah, you think yeah. about it. Do you, do you know what show I always see online where people are like, bring it back? And I never watched it at the time, but I think if they brought it back, I'd watch it. Hole in the wall. Oh, yeah, that was class. I'd love to do that. Hole in the wall. I'd love to do that. But yeah, so uh, a couple of tweets that about uh, our little thread of the week about Gladiators. It's the thread of the week. Just because I take it from Reddit, it doesn't mean I cheat. It's the thread of the week. It's not plagiarism because I reference my source. So after 25 years, my chief source of enjoyment on Gladiators hasn't changed one bit. Watching someone get a five-minute video package 
talking about their hopes and dreams, cheered on by their loved ones, only to get absolutely leathered by some <laughs> seven-foot monster within three seconds. <laughs> Gladiators is back on the telly on a Saturday night and we're about to get a Labour government. It could almost be 1996 if you pretended that we have original pop culture and everything wasn't completely an utter shit. <laughs> um... Yeah, so, yeah, someone said about that Eunice. So it really effed me up as a kid when Eunice was the best ever contestant on Gladiators and then shown up as a gladiator. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit of a turncoat move from Eunice, but she got what she wanted. She's playing Lara Croft's stunt double. <laughs> I like this one. Gladiators would be so much better if every contestant was their local dangerous pub nutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, that would be would be called Red, uh, Gladiators if you called Renegades. Yeah, giant from Gladiators. Have you seen the giant? No, I've not. So, I've not yeah. seen anything. So he's about six it. foot five, weighs twenty stone seven, and on his little VT it says giant eats seven meals a day, which totals six thousand four hundred calories. Someone screenshotted it and said giant from Gladiators eats seven meals a day. So do I, although four of them are crisps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so true. Um, but yeah, it's at, like Gladiators is mint. Good, I haven't got any microchips to eat while watching it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it next week. Yeah, um, is what would your gladiator name be? Me. Yeah, the dog. Oh god, it'd be like, and then and then everyone, the whole crowd, would be like, woof, 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 and I go, oh, 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 you know, like, the dog. <laughs> what would yours be? <laughs> knee pain <laughs> I gladiator yeah <laughs> I was thinking like coming out with an iPad yeah yeah uh, what would what if it was a like a teacher version of it right a teacher version of gladiators, gladiators. right so there's uh, there's definitely a, a video in this of uh like events of teachers taking on like you know parents who moan about how easy teachers have got it and it's like right Teacher Gladiators. Yeah, what, te- what would the name be? For the Teacher Gladiators? Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, what, what do you call that? Stern. Like, what do you Stern call would like, have to be one. Oh, Stern's good. Stern. Yeah. Uh, what about, what would, what do you call someone who puts a fire out? Uh, like hose. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Why would that? What's Just if there's an incident and, or yeah. there's a bit of, you know, like tensions are running high. Get hose, <laughs> <laughs> and then that's hose a- had come and get the situation under control. That's a terrible. <laughs> <laughs> These guys out there going, I don't mind being called hose. No, no like like Stern had become. Did I miss the point? <laughs> yeah, well, it's got to be it's got to be education related, hasn't it? Yeah, hose. Um, yeah, so oh, I'll have to have a think about that. Like. Uh, some of them are what about like stare? Yeah, yeah, stare. Oh, the um, stare. <laughs> oh, I'll have to have a think. Guys, there's your discussion point for the group on the Facebook group this week. We'll start a little thread, teacher gladiator names. Yeah, that's There's got a bit, yeah. We'll read some next week. Um, hose. What, what, what words? Hose. Hose is not one. Um, hose. I love it. <laughs> The more I say it, though, the more it sounds filthy. The, the, oh, what's, what would you, you need words to describe teachers when they're sort of strict and. What about, what about this? Like when someone comes out, they're holding a the clipboard. No way! It's senior leader! <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Risk assessor! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
That's what we were, yeah. Um, They're here for business. It's a business manager. Prit stick. What? Prit stick. Glue stick. No, I know that, but what? Is someone going to play a glue stick? <laughs> no, you did. That's your name, though, isn't it? Stick them up. <laughs> <laughs> right, so um, you obviously normally read the dilemmas, right? So yeah, yeah. what I've got this week is it's a dilemma. Well, it says it's a dilemma, but it's more of a question. Right. And then I have got some follow-up questions. I put a post out at Two Mr. P's podcast on Instagram. Uh, I put a post out tonight, just said, about to go and do an app, ask, ask us a question. And we've not done questions in a while, so I thought it'd be nice. But this was what I got. Help me, I have a dilemma. It's causing more pain than a vinegar enema. Help me, please, I need you too. Mr. P, some help from you, please. Actually, I need to find the name of who sent it for a little shout-out because... That's it. So, Est. I mean, I'm guessing that's not... Is Est the name? It must be like a shortened version. Anyway, um, this lovely lady, Est, ordered the live show um, because she's going to watch it whilst waiting for her section. So, you know, all the best. Good luck. And she said, I've got a dilemma for you both in regards to this, actually, about a section. Yeah. So I'm booked in for my section at the end of next week. Obviously, I'll be able to watch your show whilst waiting to go down to theatre. So pre-op is sorted. Yeah. I mean, how lovely. I know. However, I've been told that I'm allowed to have whatever music I want playing while he is being born and while I'm in theatre. Ooh. If you were going to pick a song that you know your child is going to be born to... What song or set of songs would you have? The one that immediately immediately comes to mind. It, it, I don't know why, it, but with Guns and Roses, Roses, Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> as you've been born, that's a bit of a crazy one. Um, unwritten, it's got to be on it. You're going unwritten. Look at you trying to get it back in the top ten. Come on, <laughs> two missing peas. <laughs> Um, I think that'd be a good shout though. If you think about the lyrics, yeah, you've just been born. The rest is still unwritten. Now I, I've got a. Lo- it's not a cringy one, but I. So when Isla was born, and it was honestly one of the great, well, up there in the greatest moments of my life by a country mile. Never thought I'd be able to do something that great. Yeah. Um, and I'm not just well, talking plenty about, of practice. I'm not just talking about the conception. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, like it really was when I first held Isla. I was just besotted and. And I remember Kim was Kim got taken away for some tests or whatever, and I was left with Isla, this little baby, and I couldn't believe it. And I and I put, and I always listen to tunes, always put music on, and I put on. This is my recommendation. I put on "God Must Have Spent a Little More Time on You" by NSYNC, right. and it goes like. God must have spent a little more time on you. Couldn't have guessed that's how it went. <laughs> have you all got a feel for it now? Um, but yeah, that that's a great that's a great shout. I um, I mean maybe, maybe of... uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony Crossroads. Not the Blazing bum, Squad bum, version. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> See you at the crossroads. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, it's a good, it's a tough choice. I think, ah, uh, 
It's got to be a song because whenever you hear that song again, it's always going to remind it's gonna you. It's got to be, yeah. So it's got to be a decent tune. I I'd be maybe, tempted with a bit of a wait. I, I suppose it depends what's her yeah, favourite Oasis artist. Oasis would be good. I, I, you know, I'm a massive Ed Sheeran fan. He's got so many that you mm, could. That you but could. the problem with Ed Sheeran songs, and don't be wrong, incredibly tight, but they get so hammered. Yeah, they you do. You get to a point where you're like, oh, I can't listen to him anymore. Um, what date was he born? Could you not? Oh, well, no, it's not. It's next week. I no, no. But what I'm saying week. is, for for the lady listening, and obviously, best of luck. Congratulations. Uh, find out who which artist is born on that day. Ooh, that's good. What if it's someone grim though? What who like? Well, not grim, but someone. What if it was like Rick Waller, and you had to listen to <laughs> his cousin, uh, his cousin, his cover of Whitney Houston's "I Will Always Love You." Um. It's the climb. Oh, Joe McKeldry. <laughs> they did the original version. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Slash yeah. Hannah Montana. Um, what was the other one? What did the, uh, what was the other X Factor song winner where it's, it wasn't It's the Climb? Steve Brookstein, what's that one? Oh, Against All Odds. Yeah, Against All Odds. Do you ever remember the name of the song from the Fame Academy? Oh God! So, right? Can you name? There was the winner, David. Uh, yes. Let me get it because I sent it to a lad I work with. The only one I remember is Lamar. When I am Um, Lamar. David. Do you remember this? There's so many bad songs that came out. David Snedden. Oh, Sned Snedster. Stop living the lie. Stop living the lie. Snedster. Um, anyway, just got carrying on. Yeah. So I put out the post um, of uh, questions. So I've got a couple to read out to you here and get some answers. Right, okay. If you were going to go on a reality TV show, which do you think you could win? Well, I'm not winning Gladiators. No. That's for sure. I'll tell you who would. Hoes! <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, right. We've got to talk traitors. Are you watching traitors? No. Oh, my God. Right. Everyone listening to this, if you're watching traitors, you know. If you know, you know. Best thing on telly by a mile. And I reckon I'd be decent. You rate you backing yourself at traitors? I reckon. But I, So I was talking with, uh, I was te- we were watching it last night and the kids are mad into it as well. Because you can watch it with the kids. There's not, there's not like anything rude mm. or, you know how it works, don't you? No. So 23 people go in, I think it's 23, uh, go into a castle. Right. Right. Three of them get picked to be traitors. Right. Now the job is every day they do a challenge to add money to the pot. And at the end of the day, they do this round table where they've got to vote off one of them. And if by the end of it, uh, they find all the traitors, the faithful win all the money. Right. If any of the traitors last till the end, they take all the money. Right. right? Okay. So every round table, they all sit there and they accuse each other. Mm-hmm. So we as the viewers know that the traitors. We you know, know who, who the traitors We are. know who the traitors are. Although I think it'd be great if somehow in the next series, we didn't know. Right. Like maybe knew two of them, but didn't know the third. So um, they vote them off. Mm-hmm. And then whoever gets voted off, they stand there and they say, I'm a traitor or I'm a, I'm a faith, yeah. faithful, they're called. Um, and then at night, the three traitors come together and murder one of the faithful. Right. So then the next morning, 
everyone comes down for breakfast except one. So that so that, it, 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 does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. it's so I mean, you don't actually murder. But like the round table, the bits where they're accusing each other and st- is some of the best. Tell it, it's so good. I, I honestly, I watched the first series, not when it was out. We watched it afterwards after everyone was so. I can't say I was there from the beginning, but the second series is so good. I mean, I've not what I, I tr- we tried to watch a bit of the. Um, US one. US one, but they do use celebrities for that and I don't like it. I think what's great about it is it's just normal people and it is, it's great. So I reckon I'd do all right. But then we were talking, I was talking with a colleague as we were both watching at the same time, weirdly. And I was saying it'd be great to do it with the staff. Mm. But I think my tactics would be, I'd just get rid of everyone I didn't like first. Rather than trying to work out who do I think's a traitor, I think I'd just get rid of all the, <laughs> like, murder them. Just get rid of them. Just Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Thing is, the Sharon who works in my school is so sound. Do you know she had to go at me about that, by the way? No, I, I told you that. No. She had to go at me. She was like, uh, talking about me on the podcast, were you? I was like, honestly, Sharon, nothing's to do with me. All good things, Sharon, all good things. Um, nah, she's I thought you were a faithful, Sharon. Um, oh, I, think, I love it. I think reality TV show, I mean, I've always said this, and I've always said this to you, I personally think I could win Big Brother. I do think I could win Big Brother. Yeah, it's very similar to Traitors, I suppose. Because I, I think I'm just a nice guy. I'm just a neat guy. I don't. I think you'd lose it. I think you'd. I think in you'd what way? Crumble. I think that the yeah. overthinking would be a problem. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing with that, by the way? Uh, do you know what? Believe it or not, I was thinking about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was really thinking about it for a while. Um, no, no. I, I actually, I think I've been doing okay. So New Year's resolution. Yeah, I think yeah, I've been doing yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm twelve pounds down. Thanks for asking. Do you know what? I, do you know what? I was going to wait until we're off camera, but I was actually, I actually looked at you then because yeah. you were making noise on your chair, and I was trying to get your attention to stop. I can see that you've lost a bit of time. Thank you very much. Thank um, you. Yeah, I'm sticking with it. I'm doing all right. Yeah. Anyway, challenge next week. Who would you want to play the two Mr. P's in a biopic of your life? Now we've answered this previously. We have answered this, and if you go, this was back, very early days. Though, it wasn't was it? it was Benedict Cumberbatch for you, yeah, and it was Chris Pratt for me, yeah. Um, I am gonna stick with Chris Pratt. No, Chris Farley for you. I know he's, he's dead. dead, but doesn't matter. That's the problem in this world. That's the problem that I John got. C. Riley for you. <laughs> 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 to be fair, Will Ferrell and John C. Riley for us two could be good work. Yeah. Um, but if I was gonna go in Holmes and Watson, if I was gonna, <laughs> if I was gonna go, if I was gonna go real, um, Jason Statham, Oh, Statham, Brock Lesnar, <laughs> for you, yeah, someone like Cena, 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 oh, yeah. Um, I, do you know, you'd be like a bit of a Timothy Chalamet. No, no, the lad, the lad from Saltburn. Not the oh, Irish one. Oh, the tall one. The tall one, because he's recently... Oh, Felix. Felix. He's recently played Elvis in Priscilla. Yes, in Priscilla, yeah. So, you know, there's a Ooh, connection yeah. there. Yeah, What's he called? What's his name? Oh, Is he English? Because he play, obviously plays English. I'm not sure, but Because he's yeah, in Euphoria no. as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad one for you, that. Because uh, obviously it's going to go through our lives, so it'd be when he was younger. What's he called? Let's have a look. Yeah, he plays Felix in Saltburn. Jacob Elordi. Elordi. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So you got him and him and Cena. 
in the in the in two Mr. P's the movie. Sina. Such a bad shout. Sina. Um, who would you? Uh, James Corden. Sure, <laughs> no chance. James um, Corden is the young Mister. He played Paul Potts in a film, he did, didn't he? Yeah, Paul Potts. I, I'm just trying to think. You, I, I think, I think Cena. <laughs> Cena. No, no, um, no, right, no, 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 about, no, no. We're not going anywhere yet. We're not having Cena. You're not having Cena. No, we're not. We're getting someone better than Cena. Right. Um. Oh, we'll keep mine with the guy that's all It's a shame because burn. all my friends, they would always vote for Chris Farley. Oh, I tell you. Uh, what have you typed in there? No, no. Uh, what's he called? Uh, I was going to say, mm, no, maybe not. George McKay. Do you know who he is? George McKay. He was in 1917. Oh, I think he's someone with a bit of, bit, of, bit of strawberry blonde hair. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Cena. No, it's not. It's not Cena. He's been on Graham Norton recently. Uh, Kevin Hart, but I don't see how that works. Um, hey, what other films are out at the minute? Jason Momoa. Behave. Yeah, to be fair, even I'll admit. There's no. Um, have you ever like? Have you ever watched a, 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 a documentary, a bio, biopic, or not documentary, biopic? And then research the real people. Yeah, and he don't look like him. Yeah, which the worst example of that where they've had an actor play him and then in real life. Do you know the worst example of this for me? Was it um oh I think I know this. Is it was it that film with Justin Timberlake? Yeah. Alpha Dog. Alpha Dog. So yeah. the character Justin Timberlake plays in that. <laughs> if you ever Google who he really is, Google it now. Google it now. Google right. it. Who does Justin Timberlake play in Alpha Dog? So Justin Timberlake. <laughs> because he must have been sat in prison, <laughs> buzzing, Justin even though Timberlake, he's in for life. Alpha Dog. He played... Da, 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 da. If you've not seen Alpha Dog, by the way, cracking film. Yeah, it is Great a good film, film. yeah. Um, so Justin Timberlake played Frankie... Frankie Ballenbacker. Right, Google so, him. Frankie. Uh, I tell you who else had a massive glow up in their film. Eddie the Eagle, played by yeah. and Elton John. To be fair, there you oh. go. You can have him. Who? Taron Egerton. Oh no, he's a bit too small. Mm. Cena. <laughs> Cena small. No, he's not. Why would you want Cena to play it? You've got no resemblance. Because, to because C- is it because he's a nice guy? No, he's got the short back and sides. Similar. No, you're hey. We've got. He's got. He's got a square we're head. Both, we're both. You're broad. round. We're both broad. Mm. By the way, yeah, that guy in prison. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, it's it's a tough one. It's a tough one, mine. Right. Anyway, we'll have a thing. We'll get back to that, uh, guys. We'll open up to you if you think that there's someone yeah, who just, could play. Just remember, guys, it's, we're, we're coming out of blue Monday. <laughs> yeah. Just be kind. Hashtag choose kind. Tom Hardy. <laughs> Behave. There's no chance. <laughs> no chance. I'll tell you who it is, right? I'll tell you what. We'll go back to the 90s, right? We'll go yeah. back to the 90s. The problem is, uh, is Chris Farley's dead and John Candy's dead. They're two No, no, I know who we can be. Dead. I know. Uh, we'll go back to the 90s. I'll be Mel Gibson. Oh, yeah. William Wallace. Yeah. And you can be James. Brendan Gleeson. <laughs> Is that who you said? Is that who you're going to say? Amish. Yeah. 
There we go. Um, right. Sorted. Uh, right. Here we go. Here we go. It's finished. Finish this little bit. Oh, actually, no. There's a, co- a couple of questions that we can right, get go on. quickly here. What is your biggest similarity? So this is us two. Yeah. What is your biggest similarity and your biggest difference? Our biggest similarity. Um, <clears throat> I'd say, I'd say our biggest similarity, and this is not being cringe. Go on. But I'd say, I'd, I think we're both good dads. Right. So I'd say that's our, our biggest similarity is that we're both kind of like caring, honest dads. Our biggest difference <laughs> is that we're both liars. <laughs> <laughs> no, only biggest, one of us tell the I'd truth. I'd say our biggest difference would be um, uh, is celebrating the small wins. I love to celebrate a small win, whereas your head down, keep driving, keep moving I'm on forward. to the next. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 And also, biggest difference could be size, length, if you know what I'm saying. Behave. Behave. <laughs> uh, maturity, the biggest difference. Yeah, probably. With what I just said, you've proved Me- that point. <laughs> Mental age. <laughs> um, and then we'll finish with... Biggest similarity, actual age. Biggest difference, mental age. <laughs> um, Go on, hit me with another one. Right. Uh, here we go. I love this one. I know you're both happily married. Chill out, babe. <laughs> Chill out, babe. Who said happily? No. I know you're both happily married, but if times were different and you could date any celeb, who would you date? Uh, so just an, I'd say just if you could just take one celeb out for an honest meal. Yeah. Not to pizza. Don't want to get dumped by a celeb. <laughs> Who would it be? Who would it Ooh. be? Ooh. I've got mine. What what are we going for? We're going for, have they got to be a celeb now or is it anyone uh, from back well, in the day? Jen Aniston. Potentially. Jennifer Aniston would have been up there. She still would. Yeah. Um, but I'd probably, I'd probably take on a date now. Because this is a thing, and I know you always go, oh, shut up, shut up. But I always used to say, <laughs> right, that there were certain celebs, whenever I'd see interviews or if they were on Norton or stuff, I I used to think, I know I'm not the best. I know I'm not the most attractive. <laughs> but I genuinely believe they would like me. <laughs> Honestly. But I'm going to go... Some similarity, age, biggest difference, delusion. <laughs> I'm going to say, I, I think I'd love to take Jennifer Lawrence out on a date. Because so, I think yeah, she's, yeah, I think she, she's, yeah, she's yeah, a laugh. Yeah. I think that the one from Modern Family, Sophie Vergara. Sophie, she was on Norton the other day. Was she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she, she's nice. He could play me, Joe Manganiello, her ex-husband from Magic Mike. I was thinking Tatum. Of, I was thinking of Phil Dunphy. From Tatum me. could play me, Channing Tatum, because he's got the round head and he's got ADD. No, no, he's got ADD. no. Jonah Hill, Channing Tatum. <laughs> We're doing Twenty One Jump Street. <laughs> Yeah, fair play. <laughs> um, Big Mike playing the Ice Cube character. I'd have, I'd have, uh, yeah, maybe Jennifer Aniston back in the day. She yeah. was first crush. I was going to also put Jet in the mix back in the day. Oh yeah. Um, Jennifer Love Hewitt back in the day. Oh yeah, yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar. I mean, because there's a lot of there's a lot. Kelly, uh, yeah. Kelly Brook. Yeah, Kelly Brook. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we're both happily married. What if what if you had to take a male celebrity on a date? Who would you take? Uh, 
You'd take The Rock, wouldn't you? The Rock, yeah, but then saying that, I'd like to be bigger than my date. So <laughs> he'd... he'd See that! <laughs> nah, I'd, 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 I'd definitely love... I, I, again, again, I know I've said this, but there are a few celebs who I've always thought if they came out with me on a sesh, they'd love me. And the, do you know the one I used to go to, the one I used to say, he would love me, he'd love my bands, was Will Smith. But now... Ooh. I'm a bit worried that I'd, that I'd be eating a slap for tea. <laughs> um, I'd go, Beckham would be one I'd like because yeah. I think we'd get on, honest. Kevin Hart's another one that I'd, I'd love. Uh, um, uh, yeah. yeah. You want Lee Evans, don't you? Lee Evans. Lee yeah. Evans. Or uh, who else that came into my head then? Um, oh. I think Freddie Flint. I think me and Freddie Flint are a favorite, but he's off, he's off the lash now, isn't he? Did I ever tell you I met him in the Ritz? Yeah, yeah, man. And he yeah. threw my mate's bandana. Yeah, No, he threw my mate's yeah. sweatband. Right. That's when he realised he was generational talent. <laughs> when he managed to throw a sweatband at Brutus Gold on the stage. A generational talent. <laughs> that sweatband thing was, been, that sweatband sweat would have been band. so sweaty from the Ritz as well. <laughs> the Heaven. sweatband belonged to my mate, who was such a cricket head as well. He was so into, like, cricket. And then the first time you met his idol, they say, don't meet your heroes. <laughs> and Freddie just proper, you know, and like, oh, mate, let's have a look at that. Let's have a look. And then, whammo. Just Am I right in thinking it. that he, the lad went through the crowd looking oh, yeah. for it because it was a new sweatband? <laughs> he sweat, got it from somewhere like River Island with his first paycheck <laughs> from his job and just went on the hunt. <laughs> oh, God. Got him. <laughs> yeah. Your tired, it makes sense. Kids send you round the bend They're sent from up above To test your mental strength um, oh, Right, so before we finish, we've got some teacher tires to share with you. Now, I had a bit of a teacher tired this week. So obviously, I've been away staying in a hotel and uh, I get loads of messages on Instagram and Facebook from teachers asking advice and this, that and the other. And I got a, a message off a teacher and it was a sort of, the tone was quite serious mm. uh, and they were like asking for advice and they've had a bit <laughs> of a tough time. And I was just about to reply when Claire texted me as well. And you know, it comes up at the mm. top and she said, uh, what episode of Fool Me Once are, you watch, are we up to? So I uh, texted her back and said, watching episode six, babe. <laughs> Half an, half an hour later, Claire phones me. Why haven't you texted me back? I was like, I have texted you back. I'm watching episode Sugar six. Tits, I did. I swear. <laughs> You've not texted me back. I said, I have texted you back. Anyway, <laughs> my reply to this woman on Instagram, who sent this really like, sort of like, like heartfelt, like I'm really struggling with work. <laughs> We're on episode six, <laughs> right? And then. And then she texts back, she messaged back going, what? <laughs> and I went, oh, really sorry. That wasn't meant for you. And then I felt- I'm glad it wasn't a hotel room pick. And then, <laughs> and then eventually I just sort of replied going, um, I was talking about Fool Me Once, by the way, by the way, just if you're interested. Have you finished Fool Me Once? Yeah. Thoughts? Uh, it was all right. It was all right. I'll tell you what I am watching at the minute. Uh, After the Flood, that's good. Yeah, I fooled me once. I liked it, Michelle Keegan. Yeah. Um, but 
it was um it was a bit I don't know, I don't know. It was a bit like I'm Maya Burkitt, I'm Joe's <laughs> wife. You know, see, he's it, been murdered. It, yeah, I'm she's just, she's it's like, very like every every scene she's going like, Can you just look look after wait, is it Lily yeah, the bit? Lily, yeah. Just look after Lily for me. You're right having I've Lily got, for I've me. I've got to go look after Lily. Yeah. And there's a couple of scenes where Lily was there and then suddenly she's doing something and where's Lily? Yeah, yeah. And then and then the my funniest is where she told Joanna Lumley, like F off, <laughs> F off, and then she gets up and goes like, "Don't tell me to F, F off, off in my ho- own home, because yeah. you can F off." Like, it was so weird. Um, um, right, go on. You can tell your my teacher tides. Teacher tides, and then right. I'll. Uh, I'll so I have got some teacher tides here. So get ready for some of these. And this, you know, we're all struggling at the minute getting back into routine. I think you end this, up doing something that's yeah, sort of it'll arguably make you make you feel better. Yeah. Um, Right, so a couple ones here. I had a nap under my desk before a parents' evening. I awoke to find a num- to find a number of people standing around me. Apparently, the cleaner had found me and thought I was dead. <laughs> Jesus! They, they were discussing who was brave enough to poke me and see. I'll tell you who would have been. Hose. Um. I recently, I recently stood outside my front door staring at it because I had completely forgotten how to open the door with my key. Like my brain just wouldn't engage. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Stood at the door like, what do I do here again? Uh, I went to swimming after work and couldn't undo my padlock that I had attached to the locker. I tried all sorts of numbers to unlock it and failed. I asked at reception if someone could break the padlock off for me. I waited an age before a manager came with bolt co- bolt croppers. We returned to the locker and we were just about to remove the padlock when a lady came up and asked us, why are you trying to break into my locker? Oh, Turns God. out she had the same padlock as me and I'd put the things in a different locker with my padlock that I was able to open with my code. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, this one from Helen. It wasn't particularly funny for me, but I once was so tired after work... I went to the dentist and fell asleep having a filling done. How tired How do tired you have you... to be? Wow. She could sleep through a, an earth. If you can sleep through a filling, you can sleep through everything. Um, I was listening to your podcast and answered a question that Lee asked Adam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad that wasn't. I listened to your podcast, fell asleep after five. Yeah, I fell asleep because it's crap. Um, this, some of these are good. I was attending an evening course and realised I couldn't figure out how a ruler worked. (laughs) So like the children in every class. Yeah, yeah. I was telling my head teacher that I had worn my top inside out until someone noticed and told me at dinner time. (laughs) She laughed and said, don't worry. Last year, someone came to school with odd shoes on. Then we realised that was also me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Fool me once. Yeah. <laughs> Whilst marking after school, I realised I was... T- <laughs> Such a simple one, this. Whilst marking after school, I realised I was dunking my biscuit into my... P- <laughs> <laughs> wait, into... Wait, wait. Wait, I need to guess this. Wait. Whilst marking after school, I realised I was dunking my biscuit into my oh. paint pot. 
paper clips pot, which was next to my mug of tea. <laughs> Not getting any purchase on this on this <laughs> malted milk. Oh god, there's a little metallic taste to this. There's a little metal and taste. This this is probably my favourite of uh, of this lot. And uh, thank you so much for sharing. Honestly, like, like we say, yeah. sharing. What is it? Sharing's half of what's the saying? Sharing's caring. Not sharing's caring, but isn't it a problem shared is a problem, problem halved? That's, that's it. One there. <laughs> I put marking. <laughs> these do these do get me. I put my marking and bags into my car, then walked home. I was wondering when. <laughs> I was, wondering, I was wondering where my bag was and then realised it was in the car, in the car park. I cried on my doorstep. The, na- the neighbours the neighbor saw me and drove me back to school to collect my car. I love that. Just kind of like, oh, like dumping it all in, shutting the boot, locking it and just being like, time to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> <laughs> right, I've got some here as well. Marking a child's book with great so fart instead of great so far. <laughs> so simple. Kids would have loved that as well. Uh, PE teacher. But they don't read the feedback, do they? <laughs> no. PE teacher, I work at a different primary school every day over the week, but keep consistent over the term. So same school Monday, same school Tuesday. One day during the last week of the school year, I need to go and cover a school I've never been to before. So I wanted to get there in plenty of time. I arrived there at 7.45, signed in, had a tour around and started getting the equipment together for my first lesson. At 10 to 9, the office manager came out and said, excuse me, but we weren't actually expecting a PE teacher in here today. Who are you? Turns out I went to the wrong school and should have been at a school a mile down the road. (laughs) I love the way he went in. Morning. Morning. (laughs) You all right? Got a tour of the school. (laughs) Um, Asked a school nurse how to use an EpiPen for a student. She demonstrated with a dummy. I had, I had a go, but I'd unknowingly picked up the real one and jabbed myself in the hand with it. Ambulance called and I was wheeled away. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine that scene in old school with Will Ferrell. Yeah. You crazy, man. <laughs> yeah. You got a dart in your neck. <laughs> you just stabbed yourself in the hand, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> what about this one? I went to a member of SLT to request some time for a funeral. I passed her my request form to which she opened up and found a picture of a snowman drawn by one of my reception children. It was the wrong pocket. (laughs) (laughs) You're making me laugh. They're like, can I just have a quick word? I've got something really serious. I need to speak to you about something really bad's happened. We've Um, had a loss in the family. Yeah. Um, Can I just pass you this? Yeah. (laughs) The snowman picture by a reception child. <laughs> and then that's like, right? Well, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then walking off. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, am I going to be all right? Well, you need to improve your drawing skills. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not quite sure what I'm looking at. <laughs> oh, God. I once got to school, opened the car... <laughs> I once got to school, opened the car door, and reached... <laughs> How can you be the 
is tired. I once got to school, opened the car door and reached over to get my work bag, contained all my essentials such as laptop, keys, lunch, only to find I'd brought my Hoover instead. <laughs> bag look like to resemble a hoover <laughs> the plug dangling down <laughs> uh, many moons ago I used to live around the corner from school I nipped home at lunch to collect some resources sat down on my sofa for five minutes and woke up an hour later <laughs> to my sixth form students ringing me wondering what had happened <laughs> hey, yeah right like you didn't know what you were doing I'm going to nip home and have a bit of shot eye my mum taught primary for 42 years. She said a trick of hers, hers while reading a book to the whole class was to hide her face behind the open book and close one eye at a time. She let each eye sleep for a few minutes. Shut up! While the other did all the work reading the book. Shut up! <laughs> one eye! You can't sleep one eye! You can't have a one eye sleep. No, you can't like one half of your face is dead tired, <laughs> the other's dead awake. I love that. It's like, the- w- w- like you're right side waking up like, oh, right? <laughs> See you on the other side. But then if the other, so your left eye's reading the book. And then the left eye is like, ah, I'm just going to have a sleep. Yeah. Right right eye opens like, oh, what have I missed? <laughs> <laughs> Fill me in, brother. <laughs> yeah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, I sat down with a glass of wine, <clears throat> picked it up and blew it like it was a hot cup of tea. Classic. <laughs> um, right, a couple more. Drove to school one day. Don't normally do this as I live close enough to walk. And at the end of the day, I walked home as normal. And went into panic mode when I got home and saw my car wasn't there. It then dawned on me that I'd driven to school. And so I had to do the walk of shame back to collect my car. Says the walk of shame. If anyone sees her, she's just like, oh, she's walking. Yeah. Um, and to finish it off, for our teacher tired, I said, good girl, have a house point to my cat. <laughs> <laughs> And star of the week this week, <laughs> kittens. Yeah, Tiddles. tell us, tell us about your week. Wax new, but happy days, God. right? Guys, as always, thank you so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed it. Hope we've brought a bit of a uh, bit of light on the old blue Monday. Um, as always, get involved with the chat. So, uh, what are the questions we sort of posed? Uh, names, names for, for teacher, teacher gladiators, gladiators yeah, and, and who, who would play should, Adam no who should play yours you can't just take yours I, well, I think we nailed mine yeah fair, we nailed yeah. it we've got him he played Elvis people weren't convinced he was the best Elvis but and if anyone posts a picture of Cena and says <laughs> I think it's a good shout you're getting a like or a follow um, I still can't fit it'll come to me it'll come <sighs> to is, me there is someone there's gotta be aren't there um yeah we'll we'll sort that um yeah if you've not the thing is i'm worried or- now i'm worried now about posts in the group that i'm just gonna see like overweight gingers <laughs> and i'll just be like i think this guy'd be perfect name one 
Mais. <laughs> Cena. Um, Cena. Cena's gotta be me. Someone needs to put like a, a filter, an AI filter on Cena just to give him a bit, <laughs> few more pounds. And then, yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, and if you've not yet watched the show, we've got the Liverpool show, which is now sold out in, a, in about a month. Uh, there or thereabouts. Um, but you can all watch the show. The tour we did before Christmas, the show and tell tour, got professionally recorded at the Lowry. You can stream a copy online. So if you want another couple of hours giggling giggling along with us, head over to the website, 2MrPeasePodcast.com, where you can stream that, grab a copy of our books, uh, share your stories, obviously subscribe, like, and, and, and everything else. But yeah, massive thank you, guys. And uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Take care.